Hello, my beautiful people. You are tuned into the Planter Podcast, where we focus on faith, growth, and lifestyle. This is a podcast that propels both men and women to live their God-given purpose one conversation at a time. I'm your host, I'm Yoshodi, and I am so grateful that you have tuned in to the Planter Podcast. Yoski broskis, we're back again with another podcast, The Planter Podcast. I am your host, Damio Shodi, and I'm so grateful that you decided to come back yet another week to listen to this podcast. So this episode is going to be a little different. Um, we're going to be replaying the first Planter Party IGTV party <laughs> episode, um, the cooking show that I created on IGTV. Um, where we cook together and we just talk, you know what I'm saying? We just conversate, we just chill and, you know, cook together. Um, The purpose behind this and the passion behind this was, um, or I like to cook a lot. Um, If you look at my IG, I'm somebody who shares a lot of what I cook almost weekly. And I realized that when you're able to cook at home and, and create fresh food for yourself, first of all, you don't go hungry during the week and you can do so much with cooking by yourself or cooking um, a fresh meal for yourself. So I wanted to encourage that through this platform, um, you know, to continue to encourage you to feel yourself um, in a healthy way. And then also to collaborate with other people who share a similar vision as I do, um, where we can just really cook and talk over a good meal. So this is the first episode. Um, You are in for a good time. I loved having my friend Ifekwa on on this particular episode, and we talked about faith in action. So... I hope you enjoyed the experience. You get to hear all the sounds of the cooking, the instructions, and then our conversation. So if you like this episode, please let me know. Um, DM me on Instagram at The Planter or leave a review. Um, I'm hoping to do this either monthly or at least um, more often, um, but I would really like to hear what you guys think about it. And also, an uh, upcoming event for the, the uh, planter meetups in Tampa is coming up soon. So watch out for that on IG and come through to the event. It's probably going to be the first week in November. So y'all come through. All right, y'all. Speak to you on the episode. All righty. We're adding Ifepo on. Okay. Yo. Ah, finally. <laughs> Sweat. <laughs> child i was like i decided to do like you've done this <laughs> all right all right it's a little what is it called it's a little um it's frozen little why is it yeah on my side you can see me moving i can see you moving that's awkward all right that's okay um we're gonna give it a little bit of time Ooh, people are already joining on. Got your apron? Huh? Got your apron? apron? I don't have that. I don't have apron. <laughs> What's the name? Hi, babe. Hi, Auntie Titi. I see you. Thank you for joining. Awesome. Yeah, I don't know what's up with this. It's frozen, girl. But it's okay. Um, so I kind of already gave an introduction. So I guess maybe whoever is on your side, if they can at least hear, um, they'll be able to know what you're saying. So 
you can introduce yourself, introduce what you do, and okay. then talk about myself later. Go ahead. Right. So, hi guys, my name is Pepo. Um, I think some of you guys may know me as the Curious Bunch, but um, my name is Pepo. I am a chef by profession, and I've been in this chef life um, professionally for the past six years now. I currently oh, work as a chef. Um, I worked in the restaurant industry for four years, and now I'm on my own hustling. <laughs> but yeah, so I work as a private chef, and I specialize in international cuisine. Yeah. Perfect. All right. Um, well, um, for those who don't know me, my name is Damio Shodi. Um, I'm the creator of The Planter, um, which consists of podcasts and then also meetups and an online community, um, basically encouraging people to grow in the areas of their faith, personal growth journeys, and lifestyle practices. And my mission is really to encourage people to um, go and just discover and live out their purpose with passion and with excellence and develop the skill sets to do so and also develop as whole people. So uh, that's really the mission of my platform. Um, but I use different avenues such as podcasting, the events, and then also kind of even cooking to um, give people a practical sense of how to improve their lives. So basically, as I learn, um, I'm sharing with others how they can improve, just like as, as you know, the lessons that I continue to learn. As well. So, yeah, the, the purpose of this live is to really encourage you to, um, you know, just have a meal, a good meal for yourself. Uh, it's a good way to nourish your body and just nourish yourself and fuel you because ain't nobody like going on a hungry stomach. I don't like being hungry. So I'm always somebody who likes to have food prepped and ready to go or at least buy something. But we yeah, are encouraging for you to cook at home. So just encouraging you to do that. And then also we're going to have a conversation. And our conversation today is based on um, faith in action. So basically learning how to partner with God. Um, and whatever we believe he's called us to do. So we're going to be talking about that um, once we kind of have all of our foods um, prepped, or we all have them prepped already, but um, putting them in their rightful places. Um, we're going to discuss that, and then we're going to walk you through the process of how to do it. So for those who are, may not be on the live now, now you can catch this live um, within the next 24 hours as well and see how we did it, how we cooked it, and go from there. Yeah? Sounds good. <sighs> You're still frozen. I'm frozen. For uh, Can you guys see me? Can, you, can you guys say? Yeah. Before I'm we continue. Comment below if you can see, Fepo. Oh, my God. Now I can say that now. You know how they be saying I'm alive? You're like, oh, comment below. Give me a up <laughs> subscribe <laughs> okay I no one is saying anything can you guys see me she's frozen still okay I'm oh yeah. okay I'm frozen wow um 
I don't know what's going on. Let me. Maybe we'll have to start again. Hmm. We'll give it a minute. But you can you guys see me? Am I moving? Can you comment below if you can see me? Yes. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. Oh, she really got her earphone on Champlain. <laughs> oh, I'm so happy. Okay, good. Because I was like, I don't want to start this again. <laughs> All right. Perfect, perfect. All right. So I'm ready, darling. This is okay. your show. So today, can you guys see me? Because I don't yeah, want please. you to miss anything. Uh, comment below if you can see me. Who's, who's, can you see me? Okay, can see both fine now. Okay, perfect. Thank you. So today we're making chicken teriyaki. I'm obsessed with Japanese cuisine and Asian cuisine in general. And I sort of try to make it um, a skill in just Asian food. So I do a lot of Asian cooking at home, even though I'm Nigerian. I actually eat more Asian foods than Nigerian foods most of the time. Um, and I wanted to share with you my chicken teriyaki recipe. It's so simple. And what I'm just going to do right now is to run you through all the ingredients and we'll get started. So I'm going to put my screen to my board and show you what I have. Okay. So here we have some okay. salt and pepper. And yeah, so Dami, we can just mm -hmm. do that. Okay, let me just clean my screen. Sorry. Uh, so we've got some uh, black pepper and salt, some olive oil, and chicken. Mm -hmm. And this is going to mm -hmm. go in the oven for about 20 to 30 minutes uh, at 350 degrees. Um, the teriyaki sauce itself requires some soy sauce, some mirin. Okay, I see a soy mm -hmm. sauce. Got Marin. Yeah, Marin's here. Okay, so this is Marin is is uh, a sweet rice wine. Um, and if you don't have Marin, uh, you can use um, uh, what's it called, rice wine vinegar, which is what I have here. So it's a good substitute. Okay. Oops. Sorry about that. I have here garlic. I see you have your garlic as well. Mm -hmm. I have um, brown, sugar. brown sugar. I have brown sugar yeah. here too. I have here some smoked chili peppers. These are actually chili they're, they're one of my favorite and they, they have a very like, they're very, they can get very spicy. So I use this a lot. I have spring onions that we're going to use as garnish. And I have some corn flour. Yeah, perfect. And I have some corn flour, and that's what we're going to use as a thickener. So as you can see here, it's really not a lot of ingredients, but it's going to pack a lot of flavor. And what we're going to start by doing is to get our chicken in the oven before we start our talk. And right here, I see you've already seasoned your chicken. Tell me you're good. Um, I'm going <laughs> to sprinkle a bit of salt and pepper. I usually just have it mixed in a container and it makes it so much easier for me. Um, so 
generous, but not too generous. Um, <clears throat> olive oil goes in as well. And I'm just going to mix. No, let me even add that in. So we're adding olive oil because we just want the outer skin to have a bit of a crisp to it. Yeah, that's good. Perfect. I'm gonna use so what we're gonna do. I'm just gonna like use my spatula to just sort of massage it all the way through. Make sure the salt and black pepper is in. Yeah, and I see you. Also, like did incisions in your chicken, which is good. So to help it to go in as well. Um, I'm using uh, um, boneless chicken breasts, or chicken breasts are boneless, sorry, but I'm using <laughs> boneless chicken and I just diced it up um, into chunks and Dami's using, whatchamacallit, she's using a drumstick. So it depends on, it really depends on what you have in hand. Mm -hmm. so once I'm done here, I'm just gonna move my chicken as you can see and we just take it right on the baking pan like so i'm gonna put mine on this here yeah so a griddle pan baking pan gonna just spread it all out so it makes it faster mine is gonna cook much quicker than dummies just because um it's chicken breast and they're diced into very little chunks. And this is what it looks like right now. I'm going to get my oven running. I'm, I'm going to um, have it on grill instead. And I'm just going to slide it in the oven. Like so. All right, so now we're gonna bake it for thirty minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, for me, because broccoli's also on there, I'm gonna put my broccoli inside okay. in the oven as well. And I'm gonna show you guys a quick variation. Um, so Dami's grilling her broccoli. I actually, I'm gonna be steaming mine, and mm -hmm. I have my broccoli in, uh, uh, what's it called? Metallic strainer or, or whatever they call these things. <laughs> a strainer basically. Mm -hmm. Uh pasta. The hat that I do is I just put some salt water at the bottom of the pots and I let it steam, cover it up and let it steam for about ten minutes. So we're gonna do that. Um, I think uh yeah let, let me wait till the chicken's almost done. Right here I have some basmati rice that's already done. And that's just going to go with everything else. So let me just make sure our chicken's good. Okay. All right. So we're going to get that uh, done. And that's it. Uh, should we make That's it? <laughs> should we make the thoughts first or should we talk? What do you... Let's just make it first so it's easier okay. to just... Yeah, so the sauce is also very quick and easy. I have my... I'm going to be mixing everything in here. 
Okay. Um, let me give this. Let me know when you're ready, Tommy. Why is this thing trying to play me? Hold up. Do you want to flip your screen? It might. Okay. Yeah. That that'll work. Okay. I'm gonna just show it. <laughs> I'll just show it. Yeah. Okay. So we're gonna start with the main ingredient, the soy sauce. That's gonna be what we need. <laughs> All right. Soy sauce. Bam. Next, we go mirin. That's all going to go in as well. Nice. Garlic. I love using a lot of garlic. So this is about two tablespoons. But you can use as much or as little garlic as you want. So that goes in as well. I love yeah. garlic too. I love garlic. Got here some brown sugar. Goes in. All right. Okay. Nice. I've got my chili flakes. So for those that like it spicy, you can go ahead and add that as well. All right, I'm coming. Yeah, that's fine. Take your time. All right, chili. I have mm -hmm. this kind here. Yeah, that's perfect. Mm -hmm. Those are chili flakes as well, I guess. Mm -hmm. Just like I like that. a lot of chili flakes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and last, we're going to add our corn flour. And that's going to go in last. That's going to be our thickener. And I'm just going to go in with a whisk and whisk everything all together. Like so. Hmm. I'm going to have to... I forgot a fork. Hold in one second. Mm -hmm. so I'm just going to show you this in the light so you see what it looks like. Let's see. With all the garlic and all the, all the, the chili flakes. And, you know. Add a little bit more garlic. Mm -hmm. Smells good. I've never used meringue before. That one was the first for me. Mm -hmm. And I tried it. It's really sweet. Yeah. So you wouldn't need to add a lot of sugar. Um, <laughs> just lock the door. <laughs> Mm -hmm. All right, that looks so good. Ooh, that looks good. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. All right, and that's, that's it. The last thing we're going to add, and that's at the end, is our spring onions. Spring onions! At the very end. And if you guys have any questions about anything in the cooking, just comment down below. <laughs> comment down below. And yeah. So I'm just going to sit this right in front of the... I'm going to sit this right in front of the... So we 
I'm going to try and put down and just myself. Oh, will it stay? Will my phone stay? Let us see. Okay. <laughs> this will go for now. <laughs> okay. So, um, yeah. So, I think this conversation sparked from just Ifepo and I sharing about our lives. Um, well, Ifepo and I have been friends for like seven years now. She was actually the really? first person that I ever met. Um, at university, literally on the first day of school, and we met at the bank of all places for Nigerians to meet, right? So uh, ever since then, we were always talking about life, and um, one thing that encourages me, or one thing that I love about Ifepo is she's somebody who just, she has an idea, she just does it. She's very, she's a risk taker. She just goes and pursues whatever thing that she wants to do. So, uh, you know, I was talking with her about two weeks ago and we were talking about life and I was telling her that I understand now this idea of what it means to partner with God in regards to taking action. So if you feel that God is giving you a word, learning how to take action and just go for it. Um, and as we were talking, this verse came to mind. It's James 2, um, 14 through 17 my phone for a second but basically the verse says um what good is it my brothers and sisters if someone claims to have faith but has no deeds can such faith save them suppose a brother or sister is without clothes and daily food if only if one of you says to them go in peace keep warm and well fed but does nothing about their physical needs what good is that in the same way faith by itself is not accompanied by action it is dead so uh, you know just catching that revelation of what it means like in a, in a nutshell what that means is like moving by faith but then also learning how to partner with god so partnering with god with, with action so um I'll, I'll ask her this question um you know what does it look like to partner with God in your own life. And you can kind of give us, you know, your backstory about what you've been doing and how you've been doing it. Cause that's really the essence of it. I think, I think like what you said, I, I like taking risks and <laughs> I like doing things that would prove God is alive in my life. Um, I feel like when I'm doing something and I'm too comfortable or nothing is challenging me or like I already do start feeling like, like God, I want more. I want, I'm always wanting to dream big and and accomplish big things. And I think it starts your, your daydreams. I daydream all the time and I write, you know, my thoughts it starts feeling like it can come to reality when you have God at the back of the whole plan. And mm -hmm. I think for me, when I caught on to that, where I felt like, you know what, I can actually draw things with God. But by myself, I felt 
a lot of times. Um, and I look back in my career when I first started um, as a chef and I knew nothing, but I knew that it was what I wanted to do. And I remember, remember I was working for this company, Loba, a uh, lovely Colombian company, and there. Oh, okay. Remember, yeah, yeah. And I started working with their company, and it was amazing. And I got to a point where I just I wanted more. I wanted to work. Um, there was a startup restaurant, and we started from the ground, and. One of my goals in life was to work in Fontainebleau or Fontainebleau, which is the biggest um, resort in Miami. And I just remember telling God, I know it was so difficult to get in that sort of company. And I just remember telling God that <laughs> I want to be a chef in this company. Like I want to cook for celebrities. I want to... I want to be at the front doing all these gourmet dishes. I want to wear all these fancy chef attires and do all the like whimsical things that I see on TV. I want to do that. And the more I, I was working with the Food Network before I got the job. Um, and I just saw how you'd hear a lot of stories about how these chefs, you know, just went with their dreams and they ran with it. And I was thinking, if I have God, like what task, what dream is too big for me to accomplish? So I went and I applied for, I didn't even apply for the job at Fountain Blue. I had a catering um, gig there. And as I was working there, I one um, head chef passed by and I just went to him and I said, I want to work for you. And he goes, really? excuse me. Yeah. And I said, I want to work for you. Like, I want to work in this kitchen. And he says that you've got, and he's British, so he was like, you've got a lot of balls to say that, you know. I said, I know, but yeah. I I do want to work here. And he was like, all right. And no, he actually just walked, looked at me and like, and like walked away. And my mates were like, what's going into you, blah, blah, blah. And like two hours later, he asked one of the chefs to call me in in um, his office. And he goes, you know, it takes a lot of balls to to just say, just speak to me. Because everyone is, is such a strict working environment that everything is, yes, chef, yes, chef, this chef, you know. So just for me to be like, I'm going to work for you, blah, blah, blah. He mm -hmm. was just back. And he, he goes, I'm going to give you a shot because you've got a lot of balls. <laughs> and we need people that have a lot of balls to work for this company. That's uh -huh. not for the And he goes, come next week for an interview. And I, <laughs> I failed the interview. The interview was like uh -huh. a 10-page exam where uh -huh. we had... Uh -huh. It's really hard to get into <laughs> And he just gave me a booklet and just asked me to, you know, fill in all these questions. And it was all these degrees of how, if a chicken is left at 4.50 and it's taken out at this time, how many minutes would it take to serve the guest to make mm -hmm. sure that the temperature is at this? And I was just like, 
so I failed it woefully because I went and I he looked at but I, you know why I'm saying all this backstory is because at this time all this was happening this was something I was talking to God about and praying to God about and I actually even had the inclination to like say something when I saw even me being able to work like cater in in their company before I got the job I was like now's my chance and I even felt in my heart like this is your chance to put yourself out there mm-hmm. and I filled it I went to the back to shed some tears like god this isn't what this isn't I I'm not good enough blah 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 and the chefs called me back and it was like a group of them showed me my results mm-hmm. f those bad and he was like you're not ready and i go i am <laughs> and he's like yo you're not ready and i go like i i i promised you like i was like i well i was like i swear like give me a chance and i won't i like i know i failed but give me a chance and mm-hmm. i sh- i won't um i won't fail you or oh, i can't remember how i said it but yeah. then hanu um i said that and they sort of talk 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 and they had a long conversation and the, there were a lot of nodding their heads and they were arguing and butting heads but i genuinely believe at that time was when i saw that if god you're working with something for god like he'll speak to the heart of kings like he'll change the hearts of the he was changed the most stone cold heart to your own favor and all but the guy that gave me the first shot said no that you guys are wasting your time and he literally said well I'll oh. boss so he was like yeah i know one went to you but um i'm going to but send me your like your all all my all my details um and mm-hmm. i'll see you like just come in a white shirt and black uh, jeans on monday mm-hmm. and then i was like so i got the job and he was like i mean i just asked you to come on monday to resume and i was like okay <laughs> and that's how i got in and it was a very hard journey because nobody you know i did go through that season of a lot of people hated me based on i didn't deserve to be there really and a lot of the chefs like the ones that had the meeting and it, they yeah. gave me some hard time it raises up there's so many things that i won't get into but it just at the back of my mind you know i just knew for a fact that when you're working with god with something he just makes ways he just parts like he just parts d for you you know and you know i feel like that was where i had that revelation like okay if i'm doing this with god like i can actually dream big and make a lot of my thoughts reality into reality and i started from then into moving even like me asking for certain salary uh um requests and things that people would ask me like what are you thinking you just work here for 6 months how would you ask for such an amount of money you know and even just getting myself out of the working environment to start working as an entrepreneur i just felt like god was just going like this and just making entrance entrance for me 
Um, and I think it's so important to work with God because we can't, this life, we can't do it by ourselves. And, and the reason why we're in this world is because we all have, we all have something that we, we all have a purpose. And it's best to work in alignment or to at least feel like you're doing this with God than to do like walk on the limb and not even have an idea of is this right is this not right at least I can say that maybe it wasn't God's plan but I felt God's present in it and I I saw opportunities open up um, with God and I do also have experienced the flip side where I did embark on certain businesses that I didn't involve God at all mm-hmm. and it just and it's, it made it so clear to me, like, I feel like God even makes it evident to me, like, if you're you need me. And stop dabbling into stuff that we're not working together with. Because what you're running, who's probably going to run back to when things go south? So, yeah, that's just been my journey. And that's been how I've literally, I don't like... I don't even feel like if I enter anything or any business with me without feeling peace of mind or without talking to God about it. And uh, there's a peace that comes when you know that is something that you're working together with God. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that's just my backstory in regards to that. It's good. Like every time I talk to you, it's always like, oh, I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I feel like I'm always yeah. in awe or in shock of like, even you did a, a pop-up in mm-hmm. Nigeria. Yeah. yeah. It was, um, so if anyone knows anything about Nigeria is that you shouldn't, sushi is the last place to sell. And Nigeria is the last place to sell sushi in because mm-hmm. Nigerians are not like anything raw. They don't like, like it was going to, a lot of people, um, what they call discourage me from doing it because they're like, no one's going to eat it. And I was like, well, that's what I want to do. <laughs> and I, if it's not, if no one's doing it, then I want to be the one to introduce people to it. Um, and I, I decided to invest in a lot of, um, just out of my love for Asian food and working at Fountain Blue, I, did get a lot of skills in sushi making and just making like Chinese or Asian inspired meals in general. And I was like, you know, what? I, I think I can, I think I can work with this. So I invested on getting all the ingredients to Nigeria. And I said, I was just going to run it for two. Every, every plan I had didn't make sense. I wanted to run it for two weeks. I wanted to have sold out my invent like broken even made profit in two weeks and i wanted to have reached as many people as possible and introduced them to sushi mm-hmm. um the first night of the pop-up i got my flyers you know marketing and everything and i had at least 20 people come to my own home to have a a grand tasting and 
these were people that these were family that invited friends that they were all just very intrigued and they came and we had um, a tasting and I taught them how to use chopsticks. I taught them all about sushi, debunked the whole idea that sushi has to be raw fish. You can use chicken, you can use shrimp. There's tempura, uh, yeah. shrimp, it's, it's endless. Um, so just debunking that myth. And I remember that day, a lot of people left and ordered some to take. And I had between then and it was literally the week end of Christmas. Um, so the New Year's and I had between the 23rd and I believe um, first week of, July, of, Ju- of January. And long story short, <laughs> this God that, that I knew that would make it possible for me made it possible. I broke even at I think day 12 of running it so basically everything that you I cook every day for 12 days yeah or you prepared something new for 12 days okay yeah I cook so I had orders every day okay um, sometimes I'll have one sometimes I'll have four sometimes I'll have three sometimes someone wants a large platter for a, for for guests so they would want like multiple and I I just had it at the back of my mind that, you know, if what everyone is saying is impossible, but with God, this thing is possible and this thing will sell out and you would make your money back (laughs) because that's very important in business. I didn't want it to be a failed investment. Um, So by day 12, when I was doing my finances, I saw that I had recouped every month, every dime that I had actually like spent towards the business. And I was like, all right, so everything we're making now is a profit. But so even though it was just two more days, like day 13, day 14, um, I had to go back to Miami. But I still kept getting messages of, hey, can we still order? Or they were calling my mom. Can we still order? Is it too late? We know it was just a Christmas thing. But it worked. Like it, it worked. And it, it, it just, it got so amazing for me because even till today, now that I'm back and a lot of my customers I let know are back, they still want to order like Asian meals, whether it's teriyaki, uh, uh, Szechuan chicken, uh, special fried rice, whatever. And they just felt that, like they just enjoyed that experience that they wanted more. So, yeah, it was all odds were in my favor, but that thing about making ways and just making things possible when all odds are in your favor, I truly believe that it works when you're working with God and no one can even tell me that's impossible. Mm-hmm. And I think for me, hearing that, it's like, for example, you you said you had to order you had to order things outside, right? Yeah. So you had mm-hmm. to import things. So mm-hmm. even in that, having the faith to just do um, you know, because I can stop someone as you're talking. Oh, okay, you're right. You're right. Um, just doing something as simple as that, you know. Okay. Um, oh no, mine is still cooking. Wow, we've been speaking for a minute already. What? That's crazy, girl. Like twenty-seven minutes. That's crazy. Well, yours maybe probably would be done a little bit before I for mine is. Um, yeah. But yeah, um, 
even just that you taking the the opportunity to just even go against little barriers like that it does require a little bit it does require not a little bit it does require faith because i feel like you get more confidence in yourself and what you can do when you take one step so if you've seen that you're successful with one step then you will be encouraged to go for the next step and the next step and the next step until eventually you see that you've you've completed whatever it is that was on your heart to do. Yeah. So um, an example of that in my own life was this past um, summer. So I was able to basically, I would say tour the world or tour, you know, yeah. for a month. And that was actually, that actually came from an experience like, or from a, I guess not the best I guess, experience in my life because, um, you know, I had one more class to take for school uh, to graduate and I was not able to get into that class. So that pushed my graduation a whole year. And I was asking God that, okay, what is it that I'm supposed to be doing then? Because, I, you know, I, I can't just sit here. Mind you, I have my platform. I have all of these things going on, but I'm like, what am I supposed to do? I'm, you know, I'm supposed to be free. I'm supposed to get my freedom papers. And, um, you know, I just felt the Holy Spirit tell me like, what is the craziest thing you can think of that you can do that I'm waiting on you? And I'm like, waiting on me, child. Like, I, like I was going to school, like I was doing what I was supposed to do, you know? Um, so I thought about this uh, talk that I did uh, the summer prior. Um, where I spoke to uh, pharmacists, doctors, farm tech. So basically, I studied this field called um, pharmaceutical nanotechnology. Um, basically, it helps, in a nutshell, improve uh, the efficiency of medication, right? So I um, said, you know what? It would be interesting if I just speak all over the world. So that was the initial thought, right? So God asked me, what is the craziest thing that you can do? And I said, well, speaking around the world would be the, the, the best thing that I can do. So um, I decided to fix up my resume, um, try to, you know, tweak it a little bit. So that's the first step. Like mm -hmm. saying to myself that if I can just fix this resume, I can, I'll be able to send it out, right? Then I said, I'm gonna look for conferences. So again, taking the time to do the research to look for conferences. And then once I found them, I just applied. Like I had my things set, like so the email, I had a friend help me with the email that I would write to send my proposal. I had my video ready, the video that I did of the talk prior, um, and then also the a resume. And so, you know, I sent that to maybe like almost 30 different conferences worldwide, Abu Dhabi, um, Thailand, Germany, everywhere. And I eventually got three responses back that they wanted me to speak. Um, so that was a very, like, it took me back a little bit. I was like, oh, my God. I, like, you know, this actually became real. And, you know, the whole trip blew my mind. I went to four different countries. I went to England. I spoke in England. I spoke in Turkey. And I also spoke in Amsterdam. And then I went to France just for fun. And I was able to go there and, I mean, I've met people. I had so many cool experiences, and I explained a lot more about that on the most recent podcast that just came out today, actually. So if you're interested in hearing the whole story, I explain everything to you. But, I mean, I basically went on tours. I, I was able to meet with um, influencers and just um, have a kind of a community in, in these different countries. Uh, 
I was able to eat. So I said before I like to eat. So eating like yeah. foods that are native to those countries. Um, I was able to get into awards, conferences for free. Some some of them, things that would cost like $400 for me to get into. I was able to be a part of it for free. Yeah. And it was all because I felt that God gave me the permission to dream as big as I could. I mean, he always gives us that permission, but I, I finally took hold of that permission. Just like you said that, you know what, if God is partnering with me, then why not? Why can't I, why can't I go to the chef and tell them I want to work for them? Why can't I, you know, uh, work for this company? And in my case, I was like, why can't I go across the world and speak? Because I already know that's part of my calling. So mm -hmm. I did that. And I mean, just opportunities and doors just opened up and I, I left the trip leaving so fulfilled and coming back being a different person really um really being in touch with myself there in all those different countries and be like this is the type of life that i want to live so what can i do when i come back now to recreate that same feeling that same um you know i guess yeah that same feeling like being in touch with who i really am so it fuels you i think when you step out and you believe the word that god gave you and you prepare So the preparation in Kepo's case was, you know, doing the time working in those different uh, places such as Fountain Blue and then also working with that startup because Kepo worked hard. I remember those days she worked very hard to make sure that that company was excellent. Um, so, you know, putting in the time, putting in the work, preparing. And then just going out and, and, and doing it. So I'm going to pause on that thought because my... Oh, so let's see. How's yours going? Mine still needs like a few minutes. How's your? I'll get my birthday next thing. Um. So I don't know if you guys were the people who's here. Let me see. Oh, so we've got Abby and Amma and. I just wanted to show you the broccoli is um, in a sieve right here, and and I have salted water at the bottom, mm -hmm. and I'm just gonna steam it and cover it, and it literally takes about say like five ten minutes. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna. So while you're doing that. I am going to, I'm actually going to transfer it to another pan. Your chicken? Yeah. So okay. I need all the sauce. I don't want to lose all that sauce. Okay. And then my broccoli is done now as well. So right now, broccoli, themed and pretty. Oh, that's nice. Um, I'm gonna show you my chicken. I it's gotten golden brown on the outside. I'm gonna flip it and let it do the same magic on the other side. And mm, okay, I, I just have a pair of tongs that I'm gonna use. 
Okay, so I shouldn't transfer it just yet. Okay, okay, okay. You're right. We got to flip it over. Then I'm just going to break them apart because they sort of like got a bit glued together. Oh, so nice. I'm just going <laughs> to, once this is done, I'm just going to sit in the kitchen and eat it. And I'm like, hey, I'm Hey, girl. How do you get to taste it? Uh, virtual tasting, girl. <laughs> so we're going to let it, how long are we going to cook it on the other side for? So not long, not long at all. Um, most of the cooking should happen on one side, and you can actually crank up the heat this time because okay. what we want is just the color. So you can crank it to 400, 450, okay. and let it do its. And this, guys, you don't have to do it. Um, what's the word? You don't have to do it on the in the oven. The reason we're doing. in the oven is just so we can create some time to not working. Um yes it is chicken breast. Yeah. Yeah. So mine is chicken breast dummies is uh, drumsticks and um um I would advise you to use like chicken thighs because those actually or drumsticks because those absorb a lot of flavor. But it doesn't matter since we're making a sauce. Um, yeah, I'm just going to put mine back in. So how long? Maybe you said 10 minutes? Yeah. Oh. Perfect. Thank you. Okay. How do we get to taste it? <laughs> you gotta make it. That was the whole point. We've been sharing to you uh, uh, the grocery list and everything. You have to make it yourself. Yeah, but it's so easy. Like, um, I was here in the beginning, but we have the teriyaki sauce. And if you just watch back, you see that we just use about five or six ingredients to make the sauce. And yeah, very easy and quick to make. Um, it's something you can actually make within an hour. So even less than that. So, yeah. Lovely, lovely. Okay. So um, I think I kind of remember what I was saying, but like mm, just in order to basically partner with God, right? It's mm -hmm. just, you have to, if you have the idea or you have whatever that thing is in your mind to do, just take it one step at a time. Um, you know, as we were talking prior, I was telling her that, wow, like, you know, as, as, as Christians, we can be very lazy. Or people who say we believe in God, we can be very lazy. And it's true. Like, and I've fallen into that camp, too. That's why I admire Fepo because she's not like that. 
that I know I can be like that. I, sometimes I do be letting like fear cripple in and make me like, mm, is this really God or am I just tripping? Sort of thing. With just this idea of like, if I just prayed, God would just handle everything. Yeah. Oh, God would just do it because I prayed. I, you know, this and another that God will do it, but that's not. <laughs> it's faith and works. It's a yes. combination because you can't necessarily really have faith. Like your faith won't really show unless you're doing something that 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 qualifies that faith that shows that that faith is valid. So if God mm-hmm. says you have to go to school. It's not that school will come meet you. You have to be the one to go to school in the sense that you have to be the one to figure out how do I apply? What do I need? Do I need a test? What is the score that I need? All of those things are partnering with God. Even if it's something small, it's still you're in the, the action of partnering with God as you're doing it. Um, even, you know, we talk a lot about um, marriage and, you know, preparing for that as single people. Um, it's not that God will just bring you a spouse and then you'll be abusing that that person because you didn't go through the process of, you know, um, working through whatever heart issues you have. Father wounds, mother wounds. That's that's a new one I'm learning. Father wounds, mother wounds. Um, yeah. All of these, your, your habits, the bad ones that could be detrimental to a relationship. All of these things you have to be preparing, preparing your mind, being able to learn how to serve. Uh, being to being able to submit and first submitting to God before you can submit to somebody else. So learning all of these things beforehand, preparing, this is how you partner with God, that God, in regards to marriage, God, you know, I know you've called me to be buried. I had that desire in my heart. What do I need to do now in order to prepare? What do yeah. I need to do to equip myself to be the the proper wife or the proper husband to whoever right. you're giving me? So I don't ruin, you know, the relationship. Exactly, um, yeah. And then it requires work, partnering with God as you're married. So that's just one example. But in regards to like our life and, and, and entrepreneurship and all those things, like as Christians, we we should have that confidence that God is behind us. But it will require us to move forward Like we have to actually work. So another example I'll give you. Um, my platform now where I like, you know, like you see where I am now. I have the podcast. I have social media and all these different things. But I believe that my platform is going to grow globally, that it's going to grow to a, a very tight knit community and mm-hmm. tight knit, big, yet intimate at the same time. But the thing is, that won't just come out of nowhere. I have to be preparing for that now. So whatever I'm doing right now has to match with the vision that I have because it's mm-hmm. setting the stepping stones for the vision. It's setting the stepping stones for the bigger picture of what I'm, what I believe I'm supposed to be doing. So for example, I'm somebody who wants to host conferences in the future. I want to, um, you know, host retreats and have people come together and have good food and fellowship and just chill and, you know, just, just have a good time. Right. Mm -hmm. But what is it that I need to be doing now in order for me to prepare for that vision? Well, I have resources available to me. I have, you know, the whole city that I live in. I can choose anywhere I want to, to host a meetup or host an event. Um, I have access to people. I can invite them. I have friends. Even if I don't necessarily have people outside, I can say to the friends that I do have, hey, can you guys come? Let's go meet up. Let's go do this. Let's go have fun. But in the process of me doing that, it's preparing me 
for my for the vision. It's preparing me for my future. And I'm partnering with God that, you know what, I believe you said that I'm going to do this. So if you said that I'm going to do this, then I can do this now to now justify, I believe what you said. Yeah. So, you know, even with speaking, um, podcasting is a great segue to that. Speaking to people through audio and, and just learning. I, I've learned that I become more, I guess, outgoing because for the first two years of my podcast, I was really um, doing a lot of interviews and speaking with people and all these different things. So it's caused me now when I go out to like networking events, I'm able to have a conversation and just be myself and be normal. It's preparing me. So in order to partner with God, it's like you will you will only do it if you believe what you think you've heard or what you've seen. Or what he's mm -hmm. shown you, maybe in a dream or whatever, however way he communicates with you. So just taking the little steps, applying for the job. Like if you believe that God is saying you need to be in a specific area, what do you need to do to sharpen your skills now? Yeah. What environments do you need to be in now in order to prepare you for that? Because God is not going to be embarrassed. He's not going to be embarrassed and he's not going to put you out there and let you just yeah. suck around with him. No. <laughs> yeah, I well, learned that. Something just to piggyback what you just said. A lot of times we start something because we got the inclination and the encouragement to do it, and it doesn't spike up as you think it would. Mm -hmm. So, one thing that I wanted to add was that a lot of times we actually take that leap of faith and start working towards that thing. But then I'm even speaking from experience. I've had certain um, projects that I did feel 100%. I, I, would, I needed to start and everything. But because it wasn't growing as much as I, I wanted it to or as fast as I wanted it to, I started having my doubts like maybe this isn't what God wants or maybe this isn't um, um, God's will or maybe I'm not good enough for I don't cut cuts for uh like I'm not worth it and I think that's where laziness cripples in because we have this weird idea that once we start something God is just supposed to take care of the rest and we don't have to do anything mm -hmm. it's like okay God I've been working with my I've, I've been working on myself so that I would be prepared for example the one you gave about marriage and then you get your partner and you get married and you stop doing anything. And mm -hmm. your marriage gets a crumble or whatever. And you start thinking, why God, you sent this person to me, blah, blah, blah. And it's the same at work as well, where you will start certain things and just have this preconceived notion that it's just supposed to work. God is just supposed to dot every I and cross, you know, every T. Mm -hmm. You still have to work diligently. Right. And consistently as well, this is even word to myself. Um, I had this analogy that my dad explained to me um, a while back, but he said, you know, literally God is giving us everything we need to succeed. Like everything, high large, yeah, literally everything we need. Go ahead. Hi. All right. So we're going to take a quick break. Check on the chicken. Check on the broccoli. I think my broccoli is done.
Chicken is looking good. Mm-hmm. Switch it around. Kind of a taste, but chicken as of now. Nice. Okay. So, should we wrap up and then finish the food? So I think what we can do, um, if we can just apply the sauce, is your chicken done? Okay, all right. So I'm let's do, do that. So yeah. What what we're going to do now is I have my pan right here, and I'm going to transfer the chicken first into the pan. Um, so if you have a big pan or something, Dami, you can do that as well. Or okay. Can, yeah, so just transfer okay, so you it. do it over the stove. Mm-hmm. Because okay. we need to cook in the sauce. So... I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna go back here where um, the sauce is. This is our sauce. I'm gonna have to mix it again because, as you can see, the what's this thing? The corn flour has like settled at the bottom. So uh-huh. I'm gonna mix. Okay. I'm going through. I'm gonna mix it all together. Okay. Yeah, so it's mixed through. I'm going to move my chicken now into the pan. I have a pair of tongs here, actually. Is it here? Guys, if you have any questions or contributions, please um, just type below so we can have... We want this to sort of be like an inner, like not just a dialogue between both of us, but also we want to hear what you have to say about the food, about partnering with God. Have you ever had to, have you ever had a project or an experience where you did with, you did it with God or just something that you embarked on that you know that this was something that God made it a way for me or God made it possible for me to do? So, I have my chicken and I have, um, I'm just going to transfer it to the pan right here. Okay. All right, that's already sizzling. I love this. What do they call this? Uh, The cast iron. They're amazing. I love them. They do something different. Good food. I might pop this in on board a little bit later to brown it a little bit more. Oh, okay. Later. All right, I think that's it. Well, there's a few hiding here. All right. So let me know when you're ready. Um, I added in my chicken here. Um. Okay, I have my chicken. I um, have my broccoli. I've got rice. Mm-hmm. So this will be all there is to do. 
I have got, like a real feet. chef stove right there. <laughs> have my smokes right here. Okay. The chicken. So make sure your your sauce is like seared from the bottom because your flour or cornstarch might have settled at the bottom. All right, I'm ready when you are. Okay, we're just gonna pour everything over like so. So that it's going to start to thicken. Initially, it's going to look very watery, but then it's going to start to thicken gradually. And I just have it on high heat right here. Okay. Pretty sorry. All right. Perfect. So we're going to leave it for like, uh, what's it, another like five minutes. And okay. we can... I don't know if we want, we can finish up or yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Ooh, I see it thickening already. So, um, all right, let's look, let's see the comments here. Okay. So I'm not set. Um, my last event I had was honestly a hot mess. Then wanted to cancel it, but be brought the resources of the help needed. Many women get breakthrough, etc. I know it was, but God. Ciao. What's up, Amma? How you doing? It's okay. Um, you know what? I don't know. I've had some events where nobody showed up. And I feel <laughs> it like it's a it's just a failure. Um even one of the last ones that I did, at first I was like, oh gosh, and Ifeko was even the one encouraging me that, no, it's still something that you need to celebrate, that you went out there and you did it. So I'll say the same thing for you. Um, you know, for us, uh, we may think that, and it's hard, like you may think that, oh, I didn't do well, or I didn't do this, and, and, that, and that's even me too, because I'm somebody who I like things to be done with excellence. But yeah. if people were really you know there was they were still helped at the event then it was still a success it's just that you learn what you need to do better and you just go from there mm -hmm. and i think honestly um i think these sort of experiences make you emotionally stronger mm -hmm. <laughs> because it's like you have put yourself you've experienced the worst case scenario like worst case scenario nobody shows up and okay and that happened Mm -hmm. and dinner. and yeah worst case scenario you know one shows up and that's what has happened so you know that anything from there is just it can't get worse than that so a lot of times i even tell god that please let me experience the bad sides now <laughs> like let me because you know when things are going great and you're like oh i'm blowing i'm blowing i'm blowing and then I just reach uh, a, a glass ceiling or whatever, and I just, like, tank. You know, like, I feel like that journey, the whole experience also requires emotional growth. And 
there are so many times, especially in entrepreneurship, that no everybody thinks you're stupid. Everybody thinks the idea is crazy. You shouldn't be doing it. But you have to prove to yourself. And it's that times where things aren't going great, that people... Um, oh, okay, let's just say something as well. I'll read it in a second. But I think it's at those times when you feel... That's when people start talking, like I told you so, I said, you, you know, it's going to fail, blah, blah, blah. But no, that should actually pick you back up. Like, okay, we're going to have setbacks. In Christianity, the whole thing of Christianity doesn't make, doesn't get easier. You just get stronger. It's something yeah. that I believe wholeheartedly. Um, <clears throat> sorry, I want us to get to the stove just so we can check on our thing because mine is thickening a lot and I wanted to show you can you see that it's the sauce has gotten really thick yeah how's yours doing mine is okay I think I might add a little bit more flour yeah so mine is is Thick enough. Um, I'm gonna let it go a bit longer, just cause the whole water is evaporating. That was making it thick. So I'm going to read what Laja said as we're doing this, and she said, "I think we focus too much on the numbers." as the metrics for what is good or bad, rather than the value where uh, where lives are impacted. And I absolutely agree. And I think in yeah. this world of social media, where it's all about how many likes and how many comments and how many um, um, people that, you know, that's where you sort of get your validation from. But I feel like if just one person was, was impacted, if one person, like that should count as something. Like I feel like what we're doing today for is a great example because we plan so much towards it and we marketed and everything and we did the best we could on our parts also pray pray to god about it and it's something that we're doing with god god involved as well and a lot of times you can see and say oh only three people came to this live oh that's the failure but no like that's not if just those two, three people learn something, and if those two, three people like, like actually enjoyed the experience, even if it was just one person, I think that actually counts as something than than a hundred people coming and no one really gaining anything from it. So, yeah. I think Laju is very spot on. I think we're a society that base uh, base success on numbers and rather than actually the quality or the value that we are imparting into, you know, the little people, the little number of people. Yeah. So, yes, quality over quantity always. Um, I think mine is good. Look at okay. guys. I want to show you my teriyaki. It looks really sunny. nice. Look at the gloves. <laughs> What? She looks beautiful. Sometimes I add some butter to make it um, 
like a bit glossy, but I think this is just fine. I don't even butter since I Oh yeah, so you can add butter. But yeah, I think mine is all set. Um, I'm gonna get my plates. Yeah. And the broccoli, I just covered it so the rest of it steams and it's beautiful, ready to eat. Um, And yeah, let's just serve everything. I'm using this really cute bowl. I got it as a, uh, my mom actually got it as a souvenir. Oh, okay. What I used to eat a lot of like rice dishes because it's it's deep and also with the sauces as well. I'm gonna get a serving spoon, serve the rice here, the broccoli, and the sauce. I'm gonna put mine on. So, my rice is done. I put it in a rice cooker. So it's warm and ready to go. I want to know, do you guys eat more? What um, what food um, do you eat the most? Do you eat more carbs or more protein or more, um, like, what's your food ratio? In terms of, like, carbs to... Um, carbs to protein to vegetables to you know I was just curious I think Laj is still here Laj how do you eat them all I eat them all Laj are you still here This is going to be my first meal of the day. Oh, same actually. Actually, that's... Ah, eat pepper. Yeah. Have not eaten since? Yeah. I had like a... Like I, I had like leftovers, but it was like two work of leftovers that I didn't want to throw away. Okay. So, I'm just going to show you... I have my, my broccoli. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna place it to look all pretty so you can see the greenery. I'm coming, I'm coming. Okay. <laughs> no problem. Okay. Let's see. This is yeah. what And then Okay. Teriyaki. I'm just going to get the sauce and put it in the corner. I'm excited to try this. Even though I've eaten this like 50 million times, I feel like every time I need it, I still feel the sense of accomplishment. Mm-hmm. No you know, you've still got it. I feel like even when you, like, have talks and, like, you have your presentations and they go very well, you just give yourself a pat on the back, like, okay, I've, I still got it. 
I've still got it. Oh, look just at my baby. Bit, a little bit stuck on the side, but that's okay. Not me. Ooh. Drip, drip. <laughs> now the sauce came really out, really nice. Yeah. I'm going to add a bit more sauce to mine. Actually, a bit more chicken because this is my, my meal. Nobody come for me. <laughs> he said what? So nobody come for me. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know eating. Are you on diet? Yeah. We love saying that. We love saying that. We did good. We did good. Just wipe the sides a little bit there. Last but not the least, I have um, our spring onions. And we're going to oh. add the spring onions to... So just give it a very gorgeous finish. Guys, isn't this isn't she lovely? Yeah. Beautiful. I mean, I'm gonna do the absolute most right now because I have some sesame seeds and I like to put oh, sesame on my rice like this. Ooh, oh that looks cute. Make a little fancy, whatever. I love it. Get my board. And then, yeah, and I've got like, wow. you guys. I oh, you I'm such an, I'm I'm such an Asian, but um, at heart, like, look at how much chopsticks I keep. Look at how much chopsticks I have. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, let me just put everything to the sides. Bon appetit, guys. Oh, that looks so cute. Yeah, let me know what taste it, Dami. Let me see how, what you think. Okay. Nope. Just a little bit already, but okay. You want me to see my face while I eat it? <laughs> I want to see your face, yes, so please. Okay. Yeah, let's try to cook this. Oh, this is the rice and the sauce. Let me try the little half left of the pot. Nah, it's good. It's <laughs> good. I love it. You did good, kid. Thank you, baby. All right, <laughs> this is gonna be a mukbang. <laughs> They're the only ones who oh, just wow. be eating with each other. <laughs> but yeah, if you guys have any more questions, feel free to ask. Mm -hmm. um, I think that was pretty much all the. Uh, I guess all conversation the for today. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, basically, to reiterate the whole conversation again, it's mm -hmm. just in order to really have faith in what you believe God has told you to do, you have to partner with Him, and by partnering with Him, that requires 
actions on your part that show that you truly believe in what he has called you to do. So right. whether that be applying for the job, making like, you know, remaking your resume. Um, yeah, just being bold about certain things. Um, that's how you show that I'm about to Hi, mommy. <laughs> I just saw that she got on. Hi, ma'am. <laughs> but um, yeah, so this was fun. Thank you guys. For yeah, let me show mommy. Right. Yeah, you take that picture. Send me your picture because I've already destroyed my thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to show your mama. <laughs> As my, my wife is three. Wait, can we, isn't she at home? She's not at home, is she? No. Let me show you in the sunlight, mommy. This is she. Yeah. Coming back. I'm gonna clean it a bit. This is my OCD, guys. Yeah, you, like... you. She has experience. Yeah, I don't so like. She ain't got no experience with plating. I don't <laughs> like doing on the site. All right, so I'll send you a picture. Anyone else have anything to say? Um, to add to comment. You can do so before we close. Because even me, I'm ready to eat. I'm ready to eat. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, this is mine. You wouldn't even yeah. know that I am. Please, though, I hope you pay some for your mom. Sure. <laughs> sure. All right. Well, Tell people where they can find you, and if you have any new things coming out, let them know. Okay, so <laughs> I have food in my mouth, but um, you can find me at Ifepo on Instagram. I do like mini food tutorials on Instagram, but I do like um, long, comprehensive, step by step um, breakdown of each recipe. Mm -hmm. on youtube and my youtube is called the curious munch so curious as in i'm curious to know how to make this so let me look it up and why that name came to my heart to use is because literally everything i've learned to make is out of curiosity and even just exploring the whole culinary world all the skills that I've developed have been out of curiosity to know how to perfect them. Mm -hmm. So the Curious Munch on uh, YouTube, and then every now and then people send me requests on certain meals that they want a tutorial on. And if I am equipped to make it, I do um, make it uh, as a tutorial. So yeah, now I'm currently... I'm working on an ebook, a very, very simple ebook that I want to use. And one of them, one of the recipes is just chicken teriyaki. And I just want to create an ebook that really simplifies all these international cuisines, the recipes and the things you need. And make it super, like just super easy to make. A lot of times you see all these dishes and you're just like, oh, I can't make it because 
it's like uh, tempura, teriyaki, and it sounds so advanced, but the reality is <laughs> they are quite simple to make if you know how to pair the right ingredients. And that's what I want to share with you guys in my ebook. So yes, that's, that's about it. Yeah, and share as well with my people, with my people mm-hmm. where they can find you, find your podcast and everything. Okay, so you can find me on Instagram at The Planter. So that's T H E P L A N N T E R. So two N's, not one. Um, right. And uh, you can find the podcast. I release it every Tuesday. You can find it on mm-hmm. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and then also on the website, theplanter.com. Mm-hmm. And if you want to um, subscribe to The Planter, you can through the website and uh, you can get uh, updates about the podcast and also uh, a new de- or a devotion anytime that you subscribe. So you can get all of that. Um, if you are in the Tampa area, um, I host a meetup every month, um, usually the beginning yes. of the month. So you can join us there. We do a creative activity. And then we also have a topic or just we kind of just talk and chill and eat or do something um, once a once a month. And then also I do a prayer line every other week, so you can hop on that. Um, all that, all those details, you can find them in the link in my bio. So okay. you can just click on the link in the bio and you can find everything, um, mm-hmm. like newest podcasts and all that, and it will give you all that information. So I would love to speak with you all, the ones who listen to this and who are a part of this live. I would love to connect with you as well. And yeah, Yeti popping. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, thank you guys so much for sticking around. Um, yes. Once again, this was what we made. I think two new people joined, but we made it teriyaki, and we're gonna have it on the page. Yeah, we're gonna have it. Hers is already eaten. Can <laughs> see all the bookmarks. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna leave it on our page for. Um, 24 hours mm-hmm. and I should also have a tutorial coming soon so in case you miss it tomorrow then you can always check it out and as usual also with Dami's podcast is every week so um, and it's always going to be there so whenever you just remember her in your heart check mm-hmm. her out comment on her podcast and let's be friends let's be online friends and let's just continue this whole journey together yeah all right y'all thank you so much thank you i will see you guys on another live podcast or Mm -hmm. all right thanks no problem all right bye guys bye